Welcome back, everyone, to episode 21 of the Mindset Effect podcast. I'm emphasizing this because, uh, you know, Kevin got it wrong last time. If you listened to the last episode, you will know what I mean by that. Um, but today, we are interviewing Mr. Luke Burrows, another young and ambitious guy working to make an impact. So to start off, Luke, we usually like to have our guests tell the audience a little bit about themselves. So you want to give us a little bit of background? Tell us what you're all about. Yeah, for sure. I'll try and keep it short and sweet and then we can dive into the conversation. Um, but yeah, so my name is Luke. I'm 24 here from uh, the UK and the guys were just saying about my accent. So um, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here from, from the UK. Um, I'm a founder, the founder of a personal growth and education platform called Grow Together. So our goal is to help people to accomplish what we believe is like the, the ultimate goal that we're all trying to accomplish a better version of ourselves and if we collectively do that I kind of like to describe it as like a personal growth world right where we're all practicing you know these different techniques and you know you know just learning and growing and that so um, also a huge podcaster as well so you know, I love connecting with fellow like-minded people, fellow podcasters and seeing what we can do together. So I'm really excited for this. Um, so something else about me, huge football fan. So if you guys would be soccer, um, I support Liverpool. Um, and yeah, just really passionate about uh, self-discovery, personal growth, entrepreneurship, and then yeah, uh, f- uh, football uh, really. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty much me in a nutshell. Love it. So like, what do you think? So you're doing all these things. You have like multiple podcasts, right? Like, what is your end goal with that for the next few years? Obviously, a lot of these questions, you know, we've talked before, and like some of these might be reiterating them. But just for the audience, um, what do you think that your goals will be for the next few years? And like, what's your purpose with that? Yeah, so I mean, everything that I do, it really goes into while looking in a way what I just mentioned, you know, of like creating that more conscious personal growth world ultimately. And so we have, um, so I was doing a lot with the, the grow together podcast. And then recently I launched uh, redefine your twenties, which is pretty much a podcast now that is really focused on uh, bringing on people, um, young people who have went against kind of like social norms and, you know, just like the conventional thinking ultimately. Um, and then we're going to, going to be doing another podcast that's going to be called an orthodox mind. So then really diving into, um, those who kind of have also done that, but you know, I mean, maybe older and kind of have more experience and, and that as well. So, um, and kind of all of that is to, kind of um help people to realize that they don't have to follow you know the the conventional path and i think if if kind of we get that message out there um then people can be more curious about other ways and you know different ways of kind of doing things um that then for me then goes into like that you know that main north star of mine that now everything kind of goes towards and you know it was a journey to kind of like figure that out but um, yeah, so everything that I do ultimately is, is like towards that. Obviously, I have short-term goals with the podcast, like grow it to this many kind of you know, downloads or subscribers or kind of, kind of all these things. But um, ultimately, like is everything now just goes towards that North Star. Um, and yeah, I'm like super passionate about that. And, and uh, yeah, just embracing the journey along the way ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are a lot of the people that join your Grow Together community, are, do they already have a good mindset when they join, or usually, usually they join, you know, with a sort of they learning mentality? Um, great question. I mean, I think, I think they kind of um, they they have this curiosity 
seed that they know like there's more to life but they don't kind of know what that is you know it's kind of like me you know when I was uh, 18 19 you know I was working my nine to five and I hated what I was doing and so I knew that there was more to life but I didn't know kind of what that was so they have that kind of in them mm. there's like okay you know like surely you know it's not just nine to five for the rest of my life and then I die you know um, like what like what else is there um and in terms of their mindset I think I think it's mixed if, if I'm honest I think some uh, obviously have those li- limiting beliefs that are holding them back from taking mm. that step to actually go and figure out what that is for them um others are kind of ready but it's like okay what direction do I go in um so yeah if I answer your question I think it's I think it's mixed, but everyone in common kind of has that like that little curiosity within them. Mm. Okay, like what what out you know, like what is there out there? Yeah, talking about life's purpose, like a lot of the time, like people say they don't know their life's purpose, but like in my opinion, it's actually it's really easy to determine, you know, the trajectory uh of your life's purpose, right? Because you you'll never know for certain what your purpose is. You just have to keep going forward. And mm. if you know your own ideals and your own principles that you're going to stick to, um, and you should let them guide you forward. And, you know, I think it's that fundamental drive and curiosity that you mentioned, you know, that you experience when doing something. And that's usually a good indicator of which path to take. Yeah, no, I, I agree. My thoughts. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, we, in a way, like we have multiple purposes. I think for so long, I was trying to figure out like, like this one sole purpose of like, what is that? Then I came to the, like, the realization that actually my purpose is to be a better brother, right? It's to be a better son. It's to kind of do all these yeah. things. It's to be like the best, you know, business person I can, entrepreneur, the, you know, to provide as much value as I can on the podcast. So I think like for so long, maybe, you know, we're kind of all guilty of this. We get into this mindset of like a purpose as like one singular, singular thing that I think, in a way then holds us back and i completely agree what you say about like principles and that and i think then if you get lead with them um it'll help you along the way yeah, you just got to strive for tr- strive to be better than you were the day before and change as much as you can you know and it's all it's always worth trying for something you believe in even if you're not going to succeed yeah 100 percent yeah, so like, how do you help all of these people in your community to um, kind of like discover their purpose? Is it like surrounding them uh, with like a positive community um, that's supportive or like, what do you do for that? Yeah, so um, I, so the, like the community aspect is so important because even within that, like I might only relate to someone like so much but somebody else within the community can like their story and that so that's why we have the grow together podcast that's really focused on bringing on community members and that being a platform for them to share their story um so then people can relate to them and ultimately grow together um we then have things like the membership and you know where in there we do like group q a calls and you know lots of different things where you know people then can, can then get access to me but you know then collectively we all help and support each other um so yeah i think you know there's a lot of like different things we do from the podcast even the blog you know and like putting out that content um to more like one or group setting like masterminds and that where you know we can come together and help and support each other and we, we were about to do um like in-person events and stuff yeah. but then you know kind of uh, the world went uh, crazy so um mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're kind of looking at like what we were going to do there, moving that virtually. Um, and so I think like that's the, that's the next step, even when things get back to normal. 
Yeah, it sounds like just one huge like group psychology, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> where like everyone, you know, they relate to each other, they feel less lonely, and you know, you know, they have people to support each other, which is really nice. Ultimately, ultimately, and it, in a way, it kind of comes back from my kind of journey because, like, when I first got started people I was surrounding myself with was like, you know, you, you guys probably know you start a podcast, you start a new business, you know, you're like really excited. Um, you go and share that. You want to share that with everyone. And they just like laughed at me. And I was like, okay, I like, I need to surround myself with more like-minded people, you know? Um, and so that was like, well, definitely one of the inspirations behind it. Mm-hmm. What do you do about those people that are kind of like that, um, who you realize shouldn't be in your crowd? Like, what do you do about them? Do you avoid them? Do you just like try to spend less time with them? Do you have a conversation with them? How does that go down? So I try to have a conversation with them. Um, and it kind of led nowhere. So I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm just going to have to kind of go off and do my own thing. Um, so I'd always like encourage that. I don't want anyone to kind of just, you know, ditch people. Um, just like try and have that conversation because you don't know how like the other people or person are kind of feeling themselves so I always try and have that conversation but then you know if they're not interested then I've done everything that I can you know as long as I can sleep at night knowing that you know I've done everything that I can you know like there's nothing more I can do right mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's how I I approached it for you know for me um so I try to have to have the conversation uh and then it just kind of gradually eased out um you know we would then spend you know, a couple of days kind of all hanging out and then once a week and then once a month. And now, you know, it's kind of been, I don't know, a year or so, two years or whatever it is, yeah. you know, I've, I've, you know, so, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on it really. How much time do you usually spend like, um, doing like social things? I mean, like before this COVID stuff, obviously, but like how much time would you spend like in person meeting with friends and stuff? Um, good question um so i so i usually play football every weekend um so i'd probably say a couple of hours a week with that and then um i mean if i was honest like i mostly do like zooms and things Mm -hmm. like that you know because people that i've connected with are like all around the world so you know it's just like you know let's jump on the zoom let's jump on the phone and have a conversation and then people who i've connected with who are like-minded who are then locally um i would meet up with them a few times a month or something Mm-hmm. um so that's the funny thing is like kevin and i i think at least kevin for me is like the only person i think for the most part that is like relatively ambitious and like like-minded that i found in person so like everyone else i have to like zoom and then now with all this covid stuff i can't even talk to kevin in person <laughs> so it's just like you have to zoom everybody all the time mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's crazy but um yeah like that's why I wanted to do more in-person stuff as well. So like bring those, especially locally. Um, mm. And yeah, you know, I, f- I found, oh, I've connected with a couple of uh, local like-minded people, which I was so surprised because I live in a pretty small kind of uh, town here. Um, so, I, you know, I did have to kind of go out, you know, kind of outside it. But um, even within, like, the county I kind of live, I was like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, there are a few. So, um, yeah, but, you know, it, you know it, it's been good. And we've had some awesome conversations and that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so as entrepreneurs, we all know that, you know, we have to make sacrifices right now so that we can have a better future. Um, so what are some... 
Yeah. So what are some short-term sacrifices that you have made um, for your better long-term future? So even when I was um, kind of in touch with my old kind of social group, uh, they would go out like every evening, you know, even if it was to like, you know, I don't know, go and do something, you know. Um, and I would probably go out like join them like once, twice a week. Um, and they're like, Luke, you're so boring. And I was like, building my future, man. Come on, you don't get the mission, you know, kind of thing. Um, so I would say that um, a little a little bit kind of with that with family as well, though I do try and balance that because I believe that family is important. Um, and then I would say there's definitely been some like sacrifices with money and that like really want to buy that, but actually let's kind of invest that in my business, you know, and try to balance that as well. Um, so I would say that those are some, I don't, don't know if you guys can relate to any of those. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Definitely. I was, I watched a podcast really quickly yesterday um, where like Grant Cardone was being interviewed by some guy um, named like Casey Adams or something. And I don't know if you guys have seen his, um, but it was really funny because uh, Casey was wearing like $3,000 earrings um, or something. And Grant Cardone was like, dude, what are you doing? He was like, dude, I would take this off and go sell those right now. <laughs> and it's like, you need to make your money as he says, like go out and make babies, like, you know, spend money to make money. And like, I think that's something that's hard for people to realize. Luckily, I'm in the position where like, I don't ever buy anything anyway, because I just don't want anything. Because you're cheap, so, like, though. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's like, it's nice because like, that's never too much of a worry for me. But like other people, I can't imagine what that would be like if you were, like, are someone who really likes to spend a lot. But. I think it's just all about face. People care too much about, you know, how others perceive them. I agree. I think, yeah, I think that's right. It's so many people are just like insecure. Yeah, it's such a huge limiting factor. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Luke? On um, like people who buy things to like try to impress, impress other people. Others, yeah, yeah um, <laughs> I definitely agree. Um, I I think that in a way, also with that kind of friendship group, um, I I would be like that because for me, like I wasn't your traditional young person clubbing, kind of you know, kind of like they were. So it was like, okay, whatever way can I fit in? I suppose or whatever it is. Um, so I suppose like kind of reflecting like reflecting back, I suppose I was a little bit like that, you know, just, you know, cause you try and fit in. Um, and the thing for me, like I grew up with them. So I want, like, I kind of wanted to, you know, because it was like all I knew. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, but uh, you know, like since it's been kind of like fucking whatever, <laughs> you, yeah. you know, kind of, kind, yeah. kind of thing, you know, I'm investing this money in like business or, you know, just kind of like saving it or like whatever it is. Um, so, so yeah, but I, but I see that even now, um, you know, with yeah, just with people that I know, um, and it's like, damn, you know, like just get into this personal growth stuff. You open your eyes, kind of see yeah. that actually, kind of you know, the, the habits that kind of you're getting into. Because I think that you know, in a way, that's what it is, um, or part of it. So, so yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, funny. Like- I would like almost define personal growth as like the ability to um to like be able to almost roast yourself because like this is something that i feel all the time is like you know you try to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing and like normally a person might not think twice about it but like if you're in the personal growth kind of if you're like getting into that then you're just like dude what am i doing just like roast yourself the whole time and it's like being able to keep yourself accountable which i think is super important was there like a event like a singular event or was it like a build-up for you that kind of got you into the personal growth space 
Um, so it was actually like entering business because when I left college, I really wanted to build my own business. So I was a dropout. I think, I think they call us. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, so I wanted to run my own business, super young, knew nothing. Um, even like about like the online world or anything. So I had to go and obviously learn. Uh, and then made a ton of mistakes, got into like affiliate marketing, network marketing, no idea that they were those things. I think we mentioned that on the call, um, mm. we, we, we had, yeah. um, so <laughs> that, that, that's a funny story, but, um, and so that's kind of like how I got into it. Cause the people I was working with at the time were like, you read these books. And I was like, I don't really read, but <laughs> you kind of, you're more successful than I am. So I'm going to keep an open mind and, like the rest is history ultimately so that's how i got into it and then just kind of you know like started reading the books and then kind of like googling tony robbins and then came across gary v and i super dived into his stuff <laughs> um you know then came across like so many others uh like simon sinek start with why mm-hmm. you know, like so many others so um but yeah it started from kind of like that desire to want to run, want to run my own business um and then yeah i i came across it um so do you share purpose often? Sorry? Do you share your purpose okay. purpose often? Share my purpose often. Yes. Um so I'm yeah, yeah, I would say I do. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's funny because something that I see, I talk about this a lot, of like you get all these people who they don't want to tell other people their goals or like what they're trying to do. So I was like that. Mm-hmm. I was like that. Mm-hmm. I was like that. And and it was because uh I was so, so it was because ultimately like I thought people would laugh at me because I had that experience where I built, a, we started to dive into business and my friends laughed at me. So it was like, okay, I like subconsciously, <laughs> I think I was like sharing shit now, you know, I'm just yeah. going to kind of get my head down and work. So, um, so yeah, but, but, you know, diving into podcasting and, you know, doing interviews and that, and really even for me becoming more clear on it, then, you know, definitely, you know, the last, 18 months you know kind of like started to share more and more and more um but yeah like reflecting on it again like i, I was there so mm-hmm. i was there mm-hmm. i mean for me like i don't force my beliefs on others but if it does come up in conversation like i will talk about it you know i think we have to be unafraid of sharing because a lot of the times i feel like the conversations you have with others are just super shallow it's just a bunch of small talk and mm-hmm. you, you always end up in the same, you also end up with the same answer. Like, you know, like you're talking about your job title or, you know, like the weather or something else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the funny thing is like about so many things in life, there's just like no right answer. And we spend so much time trying to figure out the right answer to something that doesn't have a right answer. And we totally miss things that like, at least in my opinion, are more important. And it's like, obviously that's something that's up to other people. But like, mm-hmm. I, I think if people would share their goals more and actually be more bold I think the world would be a much better place um but like you know I think people there are like two big reasons that people don't really um share their goals and it's like number one they you know think they're gonna get laughed at and they're embarrassed Mm -hmm. and there's also in my opinion it's like a lot of people will just change up their goals I think I've talked about this before too is like you know you change up your goals because you want to or like you change up your motivations because you want other people to like actually um 
support what you're doing and you never realize that you don't have to support them uh, or like you don't need other people to support what you're doing like they're your goals um you don't need to have validation from other people yeah on a tangent note right like you, we don't need to convince anyone of anything um especially mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships and friends like luke was talking about you know you just have to accept a relationship is either going to stay the same way or you can filter you know them out of your life and once mm-hmm. you do start filtering you know those um there's really periphery relationships, you know, those old friends that don't treat you the same way or that don't motivate you, you know, when you start to filter those out, you start to make room, you know, for the type of people that will help you grow and help you help lift you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think that's, that's what's funny is people are so scared of rejection and this isn't just in like relationships. This is in business too. It's like, it's, it's funny because there's a company that, I, you know, I deal in the recruiting space. And so I was doing research on this company who was having really good, um, like their statistics on how long they would keep their workers was like super high. Um, their retention rate was like fantastic. And so I was like, okay, why is this? And so I took a look at like how they would hire and they would, um, they would like bring on candidates for like several weeks as like a trial. Um, and like, this might be like, uh, people might think like, oh my gosh, you're having these candidates for a week. So they're not going to want to do that. But it's like, it's not about the candidate. It's about finding candidates who are willing to like stay with you. So it's not like about having a girlfriend. It's about finding a girl that's going to stay with you. And so like, I think if you go through a ton of crap together, that's how you learn like how compatible you really are. And I think so many companies nowadays, um, or like so many people nowadays, they try to do everything so quickly just because they feel like they want to have that candidate or they want to have that girl or boy or whatever. And so they totally miss the point of like, sometimes you're just not compatible and that's fine. Like people try Mm -hmm. to force relationships so much. And it's like, you just got to accept sometimes that like, this just isn't the right fit and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like, even on that, I think um, if you guys read the book, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. I've, I've heard of it. I haven't TikTok. actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's actually a bit in there where he, where he talks about like beliefs and values and principles. And it kind of just reminded me of what you were talking about that actually from, you know, your team employees to your customers, you want those people that actually believe in the same things that, you know, that ultimately you do, you know, um, and value the same things you do and have like similar or the same principles. So, uh, that one, like when I read that, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and so I've been also definitely incorporated that, like, it, like into grow together. Um, it's like, so you like coming on board, like just not trying to get any customer or like bring anyone into, into the community, like making sure that actually they're here because they value growth and they want to grow. And, you know, they kind of value, value like being part of something bigger, the community in that, um, and like our other values and principles. So, I think, and then, then I tried to like see that or like see that in like day-to-day life, like you were talking about with relationships and friendships and everything as well. It's like having those similar and same values as the people you're hanging and spending your time with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in that book, Simon Sinek talks about, you know, how leadership, like a good company, um, the, a company becomes good due to its leadership, right? So the leadership imparts, you know, that growth mindset. So how do you impart, you know, that sort of mindset to everyone in your community? Um, I think it's so, I think it's for like communication. Um, So in the book he was talking about like, so like identifying values, principles and everything and then communicating it. Um, And then I think just through that, like people will be like, oh yeah, like I, I kind of, I relate or, you know, and then, 
I just think it kind of happens. Like once you're able to become a good communicator, um, something I'm still working on, but and ultimately, <laughs> and ultimately communicate like your values, your beliefs, like why you're here, that why, the mission um, and everything. Um, so yeah, I think it's communication. So I do a lot of, uh, you know, if it's staying in touch with all of our community members on social, you know, um, like continuing to get to know them, their goals and what their, what their challenges are. And then like jumping on zoom calls with them, you know, uh, and like just spending my time like that, you know, cause it's get, it's like how you get to know people, right? It's how you build relationships with people. Um, and, and yeah, so that's how, you know, I, I, uh, but that's my approach up to it ultimately. Mm-hmm. You know what's I think, funny? You know what's funny? The way that you, the way that you, um, the way that you are matters more than the way that people think you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the funny thing is like nobody ever knows what's going on inside your head. So like in reality, like pretty much everyone's always wrong about you. <laughs> like for the most part, like there are things that they'll see, obviously, but like mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, like there will be people who are like, "Oh, you're lazy or you're something or you're selfish," and it's like mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on in my head. You don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's like so like I don't know why you're labeling me. I think people just like to label others. Judge it's, judgment, man. Yeah, judgment. Exactly. Yeah, I, I've done like, bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've did, I've posted about this so many times on like Instagram and that. Um, I think it was one post I did. It was like if, if if in the world you know we just stop judging each other and focus a little bit more on our own shit, then the world would be a lot better place. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's like something I've been thinking about lately. Is like if there's one thing that I could have happen. It would be like for everyone to stop judging each other because like then like there you know there are people like us who like we don't give a fuck whatever anyone says. You can say whatever, and it's like I really don't care. Like you're not gonna phase me. But like there are a lot of people out there who like they take it to heart and so like and like they get judged and they just don't have the willpower to like fend that off and so like if those kinds of people could have the confidence of like not being judged and like they could go out and have like support all around them like this world would be insane like that's the funny things like so many people just choose like jobs because they want the money or something and it's like some people are just made to create stuff and it's like, you know, we could have had, you know, somebody who would have made some insane invention or something, but they were like, oh, you know what? I want to make a ton of money. So I'm just going to go into being a lawyer, even though I hate it, just because I want to make money to impress people because I'm afraid to get judged. And it's like, if people were let to like go and do what they wanted to do, like, I would love to see what the world would look like. Honestly, the way you think really determines um, how it affects you, right? If you mm-hmm. believe something to, you know, be... Um, you know, a sea of, a sea of badness, right? Like then it's going to be a sea of badness, terrible naming. But um, if you believe it to be, (laughs) if you just believe it to, you know, be simply, you know, a walk, um, a scenery on the path of life, like then it's just, you know, something you experience along, you know, life. And like, the thing is a sea of bitterness never ends, but the scenery does. (laughs) Yeah. I like that line. Luke, what do you think about like the advice of others since we're sort of on this topic of like, you know, a lot of people will give advice to people. Um, but in reality, it's always like advice that they take themselves, but they aren't the person they're giving the advice to. So like, how do you balance like listening to someone's advice and not listening? Great question. Um, I kind of had like a little bit of this. I don't know if it plays into it, like the realization that actually, uh, so so like so through reflection now so i do a lot a lot of reflection like if i face a challenge or something i would take a step back and think so if somebody else was facing this challenge what would my advice be to them mm-hmm. and then i would identify that and be like oh luke do that <laughs> ultimately mm-hmm. you know 
Um, and then in terms of like advice from others, um, hmm, I think, I think it kind of depends ultimately like who they are. Um, but so I'm kind of like an open-minded person. So I would probably to a certain degree, like always give people the time of day to kind of share their advice. But then if I kind of act upon it is, is a different thing. Um, and, and again, it would be like that, just like that conversation where we would go back and forth, um, to, you know, to have a conversation around that. Um, but yeah, I think like if it's a hugely successful person, then, um, but even with that, I don't know if I would, uh, so, so ultimately I would keep open-minded, um, because I, I do believe you can learn something from everyone. Um, but then I, I'm quite of like an intuition type guy. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I just usually lead, I lead with that, but do keep an open mind. So I don't know if that answered your question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And then what do you think about like sleep? Like Kevin, and I always talk mm-hmm. about this. Um, like, do you think like, obviously losing sleep is not a good thing, but like, do you think that it's worth it if like, it's necessary to, um, to like kind of achieve like what you need to achieve that day? Like, what are your thoughts on that? So I think that, it's probably moments or times where you have to like hustle through mm-hmm. um, and maybe, you know, one night get, you know, a little bit less sleep than others. Ultimately for me, I try and keep that balance where, you know, there's, there's like a time cut off where I don't do any work past. Um, but if there's a really important project, then I know that, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to extend that. So, mm-hmm. um, but generally I do try and keep that balance um, between, business and entrepreneurship and, and health and everything um but you know like i know that if there's a really important thing i'm gonna have to just kind of move it around mm-hmm. that's interesting so have you read the book deep work before i have not no yeah no the, the book also preaches a similar idea to what you talked about like okay. it mentions a, a shutdown ritual every day a specific time after that you don't do any work um from there on until you sleep and so it helps you like the, i mean the point of that is to you know really um rejuvenate you know your mental capacities for the next day uh to do work so thought okay. to what you said yeah for sure i'm definitely gonna check that out but uh yeah that's, that's what i do um and it, it, it worked well for me so yeah so, mm-hmm. so yeah like, so what motivates you to do what you do right like i heard from andrew that you are starting a new podcast soon um and how do you determine what is worth spending your time on um again i think it comes back to kind of like that ultimate like north star type thing um and if if i believe like it's going to help me to you know move along to accomplish it Mm -hmm. i want to go back to like where we were um a few minutes ago like how like talking about the relaxation thing like how do you relax like what do you do in like your free time where you just don't want to do anything like what do you do at that time (laughs) um in that time uh getting really so i yeah yeah (laughs) so um so usually like exercise or something um or or watch football well obviously now (laughs) i can't watch football because there's no so um i i usually uh sometimes i do um meditation like go for a run a walk or something um or watch sports um so yeah, those are the things I usually do. Um, sometimes may watch a film or something. I'm not really a film, be a huge film guy. Um, yes. <laughs> there are a few, a few that I'm like, you know, like really into, um, or like genres and everything that I would. But um, yeah, so 
ultimately, ultimately, it's like some form of uh, exercise, meditation, or watch sport, football. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I tried meditation. Like I, I did it. I think I did it for like like three, four months straight, and like I did not see any change at all. <laughs> like I think I swear it depends on the person that does it. I don't understand how like meditation works. Maybe you just weren't doing it right. <laughs> I don't know. I just I didn't see any benefits. But a lot of people, you know, they say there's benefits. So. Like, what about you, Luke? Have you like experienced any benefits of meditation? <clears throat> so compared to, um, so when I was uh, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, I faced like anxiety, like through the roof, depression, and everything. Yeah. So. Um, then when I kind of started to do more personal growth, personal development, came across um, mindfulness, meditation in that, and then started to practice that, uh, I, I then noticed a huge, huge difference. Um, and it really, really helped me. And then, so, what, so even like with that, I then stopped for a period of six months. And then when I went back to it, like I still noticed the difference even then. Um, I think now, I think now, um, I maybe, maybe I don't notice it like so much because it's maybe it's just like a part of like kind of who I am type of thing, if that makes sense. So, but like compared to when I first started it, um, then I noticed like a big difference. I, I don't know if it's, if it's related to growth in, in, in a way. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I still do it because I still see some benefits and, um, yeah, sometimes it's just nice to kind of try and calm yeah. the mind or, you know, just kind of, be present, like notice what's around you. Um, but yeah, to, sorry to answer your, your question. When I first started it, I noticed a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, you know, expectations, expecting nothing and accepting everything that comes your way, right? Because a lot of people, um, they're weighed down by expectation. Um, and, you know, they say that people, they get what they settle for. And from my experience, that's largely true. And so is the fact that we are ultimately responsible for, you know, cueing others, on how we expect them to be treated. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So on expectations, um, I, I, I agree with pretty much everything you say there. Um, I try and live by this principle of like, expect nothing, appreciate everything. You know, mm-hmm. so then, you know, I'm not kind of sat here like expecting <clears throat> something to happen because I think I see it see it so often, like even it kind of, <laughs> this podcast kind of always comes back to, to, to the friendship group that I was hanging around with. Um, but like, I would even expect them to maybe change or, you know, and kind of support me and, mm-hmm. you know, like do all these things, you know, and it's like, it just lead, led to more disappointment until I realized like you can't change other people. Um, so like now, and you know, the principle is like expect nothing, appreciate everything. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I try and live by. Mm-hmm. it's funny too it. when you expect nothing everything comes to you right like <laughs> i remember like we had a guest um a few episodes ago um jesse k he literally um he started his podcast and like i think after like a couple months he he got an offer to speak at like a huge uh event and like he did not expect that at all but like he expected nothing and everything came his way so has that sort of same scenario happened to you um no, so not with a podcast, but, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I don't expect anything to even to kind of come of that, you know, so mm-hmm. then and anything's an up, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. so, uh, but in, so, so it's that height's not yet. Um, but, um, I think, mm-hmm. I think in like in, in different other areas, uh, it has, um, like, so like we're connecting with 
new like-minded people you know um when i first started kind of well when i first um building my business like i didn't expect that i would be sat here (laughs) kind of you know and be on I, i don't know how many podcast interviews i've done over the last 18 months it's quite a few i didn't expect any of that you know i didn't expect to to meet um Andrew or, or, or yourself, Kevin, you know, and so just with kind of even like the, the smaller things like that, you know, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really funny. Cause it's like, if you expect nothing, but you ask, it's like a lot of the times it turns out a lot better than you ever, um, than you ever expect. Like, so mm-hmm. I it's actually, this was in the uh, podcast I listened to yesterday with like Grant Cardone. So he was talking about um, regardless of like political stuff, but like Trump tower, um had just gotten like a 40 year um thing where they didn't have to pay taxes on it and so like a reporter asked trump after they're like oh how'd you do this and he was like i should have asked for 50 and so like the moral of the story was like you know you never get what you don't ask for and it's like it's funny because that jesse k kid again he started out and he dm'd over 350 people a day trying to get on his podcast so like he was out there grinding. Um, and that's part of the reason why it's got millions of views at this point is like, cause he would just go out and DM like hundreds of people each day. And it's like so many people, they expect to get something, but they never put the work in. Also, I think it's also know about that, right? Like, um, just be cautious, right? You can ask, but don't be needy. Yeah. Yeah. Ask, ask with intention that, you know, if they do say yes, that's great. They say no, doesn't matter either. Exactly. Yeah. I think think it comes back into it. Sorry. Sorry, Andrew. Like, like ask, but then don't have the expectation like they would say yes or anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I I do something similar, right? Connect with like-minded people on Instagram. I come across their profile. I shoot them a voice note or something, you know? And so um, it's like, Hey, like really, really like your stuff. Do you want to connect? You know, I don't have the expectation that they're going to say yes or even get back to me or even see it you know like mm-hmm. most of the times it probably goes into that other folder on there and you know this this i can't remember remember how many times in like a year later they've got back to me because it's <laughs> been in like this other folder mm-hmm. you know um so you know but even with that i think it comes back to the principle that i was sharing like you know expect nothing and then if yeah. something happens you you know you appreciate everything and you're grateful for everything that then comes about yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny when you set low expectations and you know you you get something more than you expected earlier. Like you feel much, you feel much better. Mm-hmm. I remember, yeah, I remember Kevin and I uh, for our first like interview, we had a pretty decent sized guest, and like that was hilarious because we were both like, "This is our first interview. We have no idea what the fuck we're doing." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that was like the worst interview we'd ever done, but it was, was so terrible. funny because it was just like beforehand. We were just like so crazed um, because like we didn't expect it and it happened and yeah. it was hilarious. It's a good example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I don't, I, I, you know, with listeners and I don't want them to kind of get into this mindset of like not having any, any not having any expectation is like not having a vision or something. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's going to come across for, you know, for some people or, you know, not having like big goals or big aspirations or big dreams. It's like, that's not what we're saying. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to 
for throw that in, in yeah. there for people if they're like okay you know i'm not gonna dream big or kind of <laughs> set you see this this vision you know that's for me like that's not what we're saying yeah i agree yeah. honestly there's almost an argument to in a way kind of expect that you'll do well in life but you don't put a timeline on it because if you put a timeline on it you might be like I'm going to be a millionaire by 30 and then you're not there and you're just beating yourself up. But I think if you're like, eventually I'm going to do this, I think that can help um, because then it's like in your mind that it's going to happen. Um, and I think, you know, it's like, imagine if you could see the future and you could see all of your possible futures, like where you could possibly be. And you knew for a fact that I could be a billionaire if I try at it. And so like you walk around with the confidence of like, you know, I know I can do this. Um, and I think that helps that added confidence really helps. Yeah. I like the timeline thing. If you look mm -hmm. at it, you know, in the long-term perspective, you're, you really are just building momentum. If you build enough momentum, like you will get to where you want to be in the future. Exactly. Yeah. That's, what's funny is like, I used to have a timeline on everything and then I was like, this I mean, is I actually have, a bad I, idea. I mean, timeline's good actually. It's really good. Especially when you were like doing things like if I set like a timeline of one month for my coding projects and you know, it really motivates me to yeah. do more work every day. Right. Like it pushes you to do more. Because if you don't set a timeline, like you, you might get complacent, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on like what the task is. Yeah, so exactly. In my mind, if it's something that you control 100%, then yes, put a timeline on. But like, if it's like, I want to be a millionaire, it's like you can't yeah, control course, the yeah. market. So like, you never know if the market's actually going to want whatever you're creating. And so like, in that case, I think it's bad to put like mm -hmm. a, um, a timeline on it. Yeah, totally agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it comes back to like self-awareness as well. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, like Kevin was talking about, like he kind of needs that, that timeline and will find it really helpful um, where, you, you know, I don't know, there's probably some people out there who maybe when they have that timeline, you know, they feel more stressed and kind of like, you know, and so I just think it's like, okay, find what serves you and what works for you. Um, but um yeah, I, th I think it's like a self-awareness game ultimately as well. Mm -hmm. Also, earlier you were talking about like um, like how you suffered through depression and anxiety and mm -hmm. stuff. Like how did you um, deal with that? Yeah, um, I, get, I think, for, you know, for me, like I always believed that like it wouldn't last forever, you know, and like there was kind of like the, a way out type of thing where I don't know if other people like when they – when they kind of fall into that they then start like labeling themselves and kind of mm -hmm. you know like this is life and, and everything but i always have kind of that un underlying belief that actually this is just kind of like right now and i can work through it and kind of get get out of it um like i'm not a doctor or, or anything I'm just kind of like disclaimer here guys yeah. but you, you know when, when when the doctor gave me like pills and that for example i was like i am not fucking taking those mm -hmm. you know like i like i believed in in a better way um and that happened to be personal growth right that happened to be mindfulness that happened to be um like walks and exercise <laughs> you, you know like the things we know we should do you know that happened to be eating better that happened to be you know auditing my circle you know um and leaving that dreadful nine nine to five <laughs> um yeah. that i hated you know <laughs> and kind, kind, kind of all these things so um, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a doctor guys. So, you know, um, but you know, I was adamant that, you know, there's, I am not popping pills because I believed yeah. in, in a better way. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So Kevin and I, you know, we both took psychology this first year uh, as freshmen. Um, and so at least I remember um, like a few weeks ago, um, right before finals, I was like reviewing stuff and in psychology. So they, they did a lot of psycho gosh, psychological tests, um, to see like the effect of like the pills and stuff or versus like other, um, therapies for depression. And they found like the, 
the medications, like the pills can work for like a short time, but there, there's not something that's going to actually change you. You're going to have to keep on them. But like you can do, I forget what it's called at the time, um, but like you can do some kind of like mental training to um, try to rephrase how you think and like to change how you think. Um, and they're like, that one actually has like a 70% chance of like you coming out of it with a better mindset and like happier. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I think yeah. people, they label themselves and then they're like, I'm depressed. I have to take pills and they get addicted to those pills. Habit. It, yeah. Yeah. That's habit. just kind of what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree with that, kind of like see it, you know. Um, and yeah, I just think like they're, they're short term and I'm somebody who, I don't know if I focus too much on kind of like the long term or what, but mm-hmm. I'm more for like, you know, long term, you know, um, and that. So yeah, um, yeah, that's good. You know, that, that was my experience with that. Uh, and, you know, here, here I am today, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I, managed, I managed to kind of overturn that. Yeah, I, I think it all really just comes down to knowing yourself, right? If if mm-hmm. your heart is unyielding, nothing can ever supersede that. And if if yourself never changed, like changes, um, like you can get past anything in life. Yeah, I agree. I think you know I'm like Gary Vee. I think one day scientists will discover that the brain was more powerful than we thought all along, and that I am waiting for everything. virtual reality. Like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. But like, I think it's funny because like, you know, nowadays we're just like, you know, all these people are like, you don't understand my situation whatever. And it's like, yeah, I, I guess I don't. Um, but like at the same time, it's like, I really do believe that one day we'll discover that like, you know, by using the power of the brain and like certain techniques, you won't need medication to get out of like depression and stuff. Like you can just like change your mindset. It's like, maybe we don't know how to do that yet, but like, I think eventually we'll discover that the brain is like way more powerful than we thought it was. For sure. Yeah, I agree. All right, Kevin, you have any last questions? I think we should wrap this up. I'm good. No? Okay, so we do have one final question. We like to poll people okay. that we have on. Um, do you drink coffee, tea, or soda? Tea. Tea, oh. Wow. That's one of the first ones, like a two, yeah. maybe? I don't even know. No, it might be because I'm from, it might be because I'm from that's England. True. Oh, that's true, that's awesome. I overlooked that. <laughs> All right. Do you have any uh, last words of advice you want to share to the audience? Um, so I, I would share, you know, if, if there's somebody out there who, you know, if they do feel like they're alone or, you know, um, just kind of like in that bad place, I would encourage them to uh, start to get out there and connect and find their tribe, ultimately mm-hmm. find their people. Um, I posted about this the other day on Instagram. There's 7.8 billion people out there, guys, you know, yeah. we, we, we've got, uh, you know, this now, you know, mm-hmm. the inset now, like you can connect and find your tribe. It, it, they might be the other side, the side of the world, like you guys, but, um, you know, they, we then have the technology to start to bring people together. So, um, there's definitely like your tribe out there. So I would encourage people to go and you know go and find them and be human without it as well you know oh, don't yeah. just spam people yeah. <laughs> you can be human yeah i agree um yeah it's like for anyone um actually where can people find you just a tie to that yeah so i'm across uh social media um my username is uh, at real luke burrows um and if people want to check out grow together then just go to growtogethernetwork.com mm-hmm. all right yeah it's like for anyone who hasn't found their tribe like you know the story, reach out to Kevin or I, or reach out to Luke. We're all good people, willing to help out with anything. Yeah, we're looking for young and ambitious people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, frankly, the whole purpose of this podcast. So reach out. And thank you for coming on, Luke. We appreciate it. Yes, it was all mine, guys. It was all mine.